0: Ooh, that's a new lineup. I love the look. Did a you
1: never forget. Tochamu! Oh, my god. Love you, bro. What if the heroes you need? Captain Carter. Well, he larger than life.
0: 11th, Guns are larger than life. Woof. Yelbonga. Yonix- well,
1: that's weird. And ask yourself the question. What the F? What is? <laughs> What if?
0: What What if? if? (laughs) Welcome back to New Rockstars. Marvel Studios animated series, What If? is one week away with nine episodes, each presenting a hypothetical scenario based on the long running Marvel comics series here presented by The Watcher, voiced by Jeffrey Wright, who is the creepo in the sky, who knows what video you just clicked away from. (laughs) What the If? if?
1: What the what? if? I love what the if so much. It's We're so going great. with what the if. I feel good about what the if. That's going to be fun to really say. Good. For How do you guys feel about it? Let us no. know.
0: You're going to let us know anyway. If you don't like it, we don't care. We're going to stick with what the if. It's perfect. This is Inside Marvel. It's our weekly Marvel discussion that for the next two months will mm. be our official what if after show. I'm mm. Eric Voss. I'm here with MT. What if I got to talk
1: about what if with my favorite guy, Eric Voss.
0: What's going oh. on, Eric? I'm so excited for this series. Um, everything we've seen from it so far just looks crazy. Mm. Uh, I, I know not everyone's going to immediately jump on board with uh, with an animated version, but this is still Marvel Studios, and it 100%. still seems to be pretty canon, at least to the people making this show. And it remains to be seen how much will be brought into live action. Mm. Uh, but I think it's still going to be very much essential must-see TV, or must-see streaming uh, every week. That's how we're
1: looking at it. Oh, yeah, for sure. If you like the MCU, do not skip What If? Because this is, like, they got the same actors from the MCU reprising their roles. And, like, these are basically new MCU stories told in a different medium. So... I'm excited. Yeah. It's gonna be good, and we're gonna go over how
0: canon uh, exactly all of this will be. Mm. We're gonna give you a series preview and break down everything you need to know going into "What If." And mm. uh, I mentioned nine episodes at the start of this episode, and that's because the series order of ten episodes was actually recently revised to nine. Right. The tenth episode was pushed to a uh, season two. That's right. We're Eight. getting a second season of this, which we is, already which is know. great. And executive producer Brad Winderbaum confirmed what the first three episodes will be. We knew the pilot was going to be what if Peggy Carter took the super soldier serum instead of Steve Rogers. Mm. Second episode's going to be what if T'Challa became Star-Lord instead of Peter Quill. And in this episode, other Guardians cameos are expected, including Yondu, The Collector, Ego, Howard the Duck, and more. And it was actually reported that the late Chadwick Boseman voices T'Challa
1: not just this episode, but four episodes this season. We're going to get four extra episodes of Chadwick Bozeman. I don't think I'm emotionally ready dog I don't know I don't know it's gonna be great
0: uh and then episode three is an episode that is going to show Loki's arrival to earth but Loki has come to earth before so why is this a big deal well this appears to be set during Fury's big week during the events of Iron Man 2 Thor and Hulk based on trailer footage that shows some of these specific events, including Tony Stark and the donut and the moment of Hulk where Hawkeye aims an arrow at him, but based on other trailer shots I point out in our first trailer breakdown, some of those arrows do fly. So are we going to see a, what if Hawkeye killed Thor episode? And that could be why Loki appears Ooh. early. That would be kind of wild if Hawkeye <laughs> killed. Buck. Now, uh, MT, What are some other episodes that we've been able to surmise from trailer footage will be in this season?
1: Well, we all we also got what if zombies overran the MCU because we see uh, you know yeah. Bucky fighting that Cap zombie, and we also see from mm-hmm. the uh, original trailer Janet Van Dyne in the quantum realm, a zombified Janet Van Dyne. Um, so it's it could be possible that she could have brought that from the quantum realm, but who knows? And we also see yeah. Spider Man. Um, as
0: well and that spider-man could be in the zombies episode it could be in a different episode that we'll get to we also saw a trailer shot of what if killmonger saved tony stark in afghanistan that's gonna be fascinating
1: to see Uh, then we also got what if odin didn't adopt loki and loki became party Thor. This is all according to Tom Middleston in an interview. So that's going to yeah. be really interesting. Guys. Loki, I don't know what character. that
0: means. <laughs> I have no idea what that quote means, but I'm excited to see it. Oh God. Um, now trailer footage has also shown us a couple different Avengers lineups. We saw one in the mm. teaser at the beginning of our reaction here that had Black Panther with the other Avengers, but we also saw one in trailers where it's Gamora carrying Thanos' sword mm. and then Black Panther and Star-Lord
1: and Thor. That could be the party Thor episode. We're not exactly sure yet. And then we also see Natasha Romanov in a post-apocalyptic setting uh, which could be the zombie episode, but it could be another like maybe a, an Age of Ultron type episode. Right. We don't really know yet. Yeah. But she also has Red Guardian shield, which is very interesting to me.
0: Mm-hmm. That's that's <laughs> gonna be real fun. Uh, there's gonna be some Doctor Strange centric episode right. where we know there's gonna be like a Doctor Strange Supreme, and we know Spider Man's gonna be in a Doctor Strange cloak of levitation. So mm-hmm. are we gonna see alternate people playing uh, the Sorcerer Supreme in different realities? I and would we're gonna love have one episode of What If that bridges a lot of different realities within it
1: i would love to see professor hulk as a sorcerer supreme please give it to me like a maestro (laughs) like oh my god so good um but we also have an episode in which scott Lang's head is in like a jar like a glass jar Futurama style so i'm really interested to see how that even happened because good god what did you do scott what was so different
0: yeah maybe that's the zombie (laughs) one right like he had to preserve like there's some kind of weird reanimation virus but they Kept him from turning into a zombie. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh my God. No,
1: like, no, that, that probably is actually what happened because his body got infected, so they just took his head off. <laughs> that, that's 100% plausible. I like that. Right.
0: Uh, and then we have, um, we ha- we've we seen some shots of Scarlet Witch, like mm. fully par- powered up as Scarlet Witch, where Okoye right. throws a, a spear at her, and then uh, Vision pulling out the Mind Stone from his own head. Mm. these could be the same episode They could be different episodes but the question is which of these episodes could turn out to be actual canon in the live action mcu any of them all of them Mm. well uh before we continue with that if you are still hoping to grab black widow's latest obsession the red deep shirt this week is your last chance to get it before it goes in the vault and is gone forever like natasha herself from the mcu it's it's
1: being taken to the the red room by force so you guys hurry up (laughs)
0: <laughs> yep, but uh big news this weekend alongside the uh big theatrical release of james Gunn's the suicide squad we are Woo-hoo. launching our new latest obsession number six bad company <laughs> bad company i don't know if i'm allowed to t- sing that a little bit um,
1: Demonetized.
0: <laughs> i'm so excited for this shirt though just like the crazy dangerous ensemble the characters from this summer's Biggest adventure. These shirts are here for a good time, but not for a long time. (laughs) So check out our new latest obsession on Friday, August 6th. That's the same day The Suicide Squad hits the theaters and you can check out that and all of our great merch options
1: at newrockstarsmerch.com. Okay, so our first question of the day, Eric, is, what if any of the what if episodes have actual canonical implications on upcoming MCU titles like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness
0: hmm well Marvel
1: Studios certainly wants
0: us to think that's going to be the case yes for sure <laughs> absolutely watch the show everything is going to be essential <laughs> and important and we'll be on the test at the end of the <laughs> phase it's all required reading <laughs> yeah I, I think so I like to think so yes uh, and it's reading for us because we put on the subtitles and just read the subtitles and then yep. I do a second watch where I look at all the imagery and then merge
1: my two brains i put the
0: brain in the broad after 18 months in the gamma lab hey bro um, i'm
1: an anime nerd so subtitles is what i do so hey all yeah, day you know. every day
0: <laughs> so just to look at what the people working on the show have said head writer ac bradley declared that the events of what if are canon it's part Ooh. of the mcu multiverse the multiverse is here it's real and it's absolutely fantastic people get That's used to seinfeld it. there <laughs> yes it's real And it's fantastic. (laughs) Executive producer Brad Winterbaum said, quote, it's no coincidence that the show picks up right after Loki. The multiverse has erupted in every possible direction. And that What If gives Marvel, quote, a chance to explore that. I think that without going into great detail, I can tell you that What If, as a project, as a story that exists in the MCU, is as important as any other and is woven into that tapestry. And Tom Hiddleston, who, as we said, voices in at least one episode, confirmed, quote, It sets up a whole bunch of stuff in the MCU, which I know nothing about. He's lying. He knows everything. (laughs) Yeah, he knows. He knows. He knows. Now, MT, on one hand, it's easy to follow the Loki finale and say, Oh, the MCU is a multiverse of possibilities now. Anything and everything on this show is going to be canon, hypothetically. And technically, (laughs) they'd be right. That is true. But I think when it comes to our purposes, canonicity only really matters if any of these animated elements return in live action in a future MCU movie or TV series rather right. than what if it just if it just stays animated forever, it's gonna have a different weight, I think, in most viewers' minds. It'll always yeah. be important to us, sure. But what we're really excited is to see these characters show up in a like with the actors playing them in live action. Now, of the episodes we have seen footage of, here are some episodes I think we should watch closely in terms of the dialogue, the visuals, the plot mechanics, the rules of the world that are being established in that alternate reality for some possible clues about an upcoming title and how it might play out. And I think the first one we got to talk about is the Doctor Strange episode. Oh yeah, we got it. And I don't know, I, I kind of suspect, based on looking at, tra- at trailer footage, that the scenario might be what if Christine Palmer died in the car crash mm. and that Strange was given a chance to rescue her from the afterlife. Um, just because it seems like that simple idea of alternate Sorcerer Supreme would tell us a lot about Marvel's plans, or what they don't plan on doing for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness and Spider-Man No Way Home. What do you think, MT? I
1: think that that's a really, uh... On the money uh, assessment, because like we do see Christine Palmer or a woman in some type of dark realm with Doctor Strange as he's shooting out this dark energy or dark fire energy out of his hands. Uh-huh. So uh, having and it would make sense given the you know the origin story of Doctor Strange where he takes over the role as sorcerer supreme from the ancient one who uses dark like magic to sustain her. But what makes our Doctor Strange super special is that like he doesn't fall into that temptation. He's just like, all right, we're going to defeat Dormammu. Mm. And like, I don't need to live forever. Like the ancient one did. And, but like this Dr. Strange could have potentially be, got messed up in some dark magic. He was like, Hey, this is yeah. some really great stuff. If she can do it, why not? I can do, I, I, I'm Dr. Strange. I'm super smart. I can handle it. Yeah. And uh, we're probably going to figure out that he, he can't handle it. And we're going to see some really a uh, dark, Dr. Strange stuff.
0: Yeah. And I, th- I think the, um, A good rule of thumb is any one episode of What If that brings in multiple variants of the same character in Mm. a universe together is something that will give us a clue to how it could appear in live action. Because if they're right. willing to bridge universes within the animated side of the world, it'll mean that they're willing to bridge universes in live action, the way that we saw with Loki. And if that happens in the Doctor Strange episode, I will not be surprised if we see some alternate Sorcerer Supreme in Multiverse of Madness. Uh, God, I hope and so. if we see alternate Peter Parker, specifically with a Sorcerer Supreme Peter Parker, Parker, now we don't know if that's the case. He might just be wearing the Cloak of Levitation in that shot. But if it is an alternate Peter, that might be an indicator of the way No Way Home might go. It shows that, like, mm. it's telling fans to get used to the idea of seeing variants of Peter Parker. Right. I wonder,
1: if, because, like, we we hear that uh, this Peter Parker is not being voiced by Tom Holland. So I right. wonder if, you know, this is a completely different Peter Parker, but this is a Peter Parker that might end up dying. Because, like, it's a different version. So, like, mm. maybe we might see this Peter Parker die in an episode of What If? Because there's no stakes. Like, we don't know this man. So it's just maybe it's just like setting up those multiversal stakes like hey anyone can die who knows
0: How much would you lose your mind MT if the person who was voicing Spider-Man was Andrew Garfield Bro I would shit myself
1: I would literally <laughs> just be I would freak out I'd be like yo they're doing it like we got like some type of confirmation <laughs> Spider-Verse uh, finally confirmed Yo like I would just be like elated bro like you don't, don't even tease I wish you didn't even bring that up because now I I'm I would sorry. be upset I'm sorry I got to be upset up. <laughs>
0: another episode i think we should talk about is this scarlet witch and vision episode this is footage that we've seen the least of in the uh, trailer footage that exists so far i wonder if this might be the episode that was pushed do you think it's possible that the pushed episode did show up in trailer footage would they have included any of that footage because according to the showrunner it made it sound like they just ran out of time Uh, And that they wanted to reconfigure it, but that doesn't make a lot of sense to me because this animated stuff could have been worked on from home, can still be worked on from home, and they have two months until the season finale, so like, why would they now punt on it? I wonder if there's like plot reasons why, like stuff is being reworked around Scarlet Witch's future in the MCU, and that's why they had to rework it.
1: I really hope that it's just like a, we had one idea for Scarlet, Scarlet Witch Envision Vision episode, but like we're just going to scrap that and just do like a, a what if with a like WandaVision, like a, a different take on WandaVision because everyone wants another season of WandaVision. So I feel like the best way that they could do that is just like here's an episode of what if that's, that has a different take on WandaVision. Like what if? the WandaVision kept going forever like what if the the bubble expanded what if the world became WandaVision I think that'd be really fun so I I hope that it's just like a you know what we have a different vision for what what we're doing
0: um another episode to keep our eye on is that if it is the zombie episode the shot of Janet Van Dyne in the quantum realm the fact that Mm. we're going back to the quantum realm is very interesting we need to keep our eyes peeled when we go to the quantum realm Because are they going to put that city in the background again? Are we going to get some Mm. Kang Chronopolis hints again? I feel like it'd be a good opportunity just to throw it in there to remind us that you know, there's something there.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. And, like, there's another thing that people don't really think about is that, like, we know that there's a city in the background. But, like, a lot of the Marvel people that consume MCU content have no idea that the city is there. So, right. I think it would be a really great opportunity before Quantumania to, to point people in that direction. Like, hey, there's a city here. Like, here's we're going to tease you what's going on and we're going to go into it in Quantumania. Well, do you think it could be something
0: to where Kang in that reality... Uh decided to infect that reality with the zombie outbreak and gave Janet Van Dyne this virus so that when she gets sucked back out of the quantum realm, it causes this mass zombie outbreak to happen. And that's how
1: Kang just Congress. decided to rid himself of that <laughs> reality, you know? Bro, that would be a, a genius plan. Like get rid of everybody. A little messy, and- yeah, a it's little very messy. messy. Fun. Fun. Hey, there's different keg variants. They work in different ways. Whatever floats your <laughs> keg boat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, uh,
0: we should acknowledge there was apparently one episode of uh, this that the Guardians of the Galaxy episode that they had to scrap because it was too similar right. to what James Gunn has planned in his script for Guardians Volume 3 which is fascinating, right? Yeah. Like, it makes you wonder what specific bonkers shit is James Gunn <laughs> planning that was supposed to be a what-if episode.
1: Right. It's so insane it was going to be what-if. Like, that makes me even more excited for volume three. Right. I'm, I I saw that this morning. I was like, what could it be? Like, is it what-if, like, Rocket never met Brute? Like, it could be anything. Like, it could oh, be a lot yeah, of sure. cool scenarios there another episode to keep our
0: eye on is the pilot of course captain peggy Mm. carter um and in trailer footage she's uh, fighting some um tentacled monster from another dimension uh mt and i were talking before the episode thinking it's the uh, the many-angled ones, perhaps. Yeah. Um, but, what's on the other side of that portal? What does it lead to? And an, an update we want to give you, uh, Winterbaum actually confirmed that Captain Carter will be a focal character in this series. It's going to return in season two. He said, quote, we realized as we started developing the second season that Captain Carter was going to be the character we would revisit in every season and continue that adventure. Obviously, we're telling the story on a giant multiversal canvas, so you never really know who's going to pop up where and When It's very much an anthology, but there's always an opportunity for fun connections to be made. Hi, everybody. I'm Katie Segal. And I'm Kurt Sutter. And welcome to our new podcast called Pi, People, Influences, and
1: Experiences. Yes, it's sort of the uh, get to know you at a deeper level, the who, what, when, where, and why you are rather than podcasts on your your, your podcasting apparatus watching on the youtube he's aging himself wow okay Okay. so we're we're putting captain carter on like the biggest like mcu irl like transition watch like we're probably going to see her this um, what if character transition into the uh, live action mcu the most out of anyone because of this uh, emphasis on her importance within the multiple seasons of what if and i'm thinking like captain britain core
0: right like exactly if, exactly if she's going to be someone who already goes through dimensions as she's fighting this thing and that's the way mm-hmm. they tell her version of the story and it's a multiversal mm-hmm. story that mm-hmm. she's going to show up in connections across episodes like Mm -hmm. That's your opportunity to introduce the core.
1: Exactly. That's probably what they're doing. Like, that's the Captain Britain core right there like I, oh man
0: Um, but we want to remind you of what Watchers are so we're being introduced mm. to Uatu the Watcher and it's a very big deal Watchers are cosmic entities in Marvel Comics they observe and record events of the multiverse but they mm. don't interfere Uatu was the Watcher assigned to our universe and once in the past he warned the Fantastic Four of Galactus's arrival but about, vowed never to do this again uh, Watchers appeared actually already in the MCU back in Guardians Volume 2 they were stuck listening to Stan Lee's stories those are Watchers uh, James mm. Gunn actually included them as a nod to the popular fan theory that stan lee was going to be the mcu's (laughs) uatu the watcher uh but stan lee is far more powerful than that you could argue stan lee is the one above all right like that would be the jack kirby analog there wasn't uh believed that jack kirby was the one above all in a fantastic four comic maybe i'm yes like Like that was one one they
1: do that like multiple times throughout like the decades of like making them these these all powerful people i I love that they do that so yeah stanley's the most powerful being
0: i think at the very least um jeffrey wright showing up as a watcher in the live action mcu might be the likeliest thing from this Mm. show to show up because he's already just kind of this disembodied voice he's the way he's designed on the show is actually closer to eternity I would say like he's kind of an Mm. outline a silhouette in the stars that's what eternity looks like Uh, and he looks amazing like he looks really cool Uh, and he's also red I believe he's like more red-ish than than Watchers which tend to be well in the MCU they were like flesh colored but often they'll be blue or something like that so I think uh, it's probably most likely that we see or at least hear the voice of Jeffrey Wright show up in some future cosmic MCU story maybe like Multiverse of Madness like imagine Stephen Strange communing with Uatu the Watcher as like Uatu explains to him the
1: exact nature of of this crisis oh yeah for sure like we're definitely uh, going to see a jeffrey wright Uatu in the mcu at least i feel like it's not confirmed or anything but like god like it would just be weird to a just to get jeffrey wright for an animated show like that just seems like yeah. a weird they could just add anybody voice him if it's just gonna be animated but uh That's yeah right. I, th- I think that like i said before because the watchers are cgi characters they could uh, jeffrey wright could just be put in whenever so like we could definitely see anytime th- uh, Jeffrey Wright in Multiverse of Madness, but we could also see him in the Fantastic Four because, like you said, mm. uh, our fir- the first time that we were introduced to The Watcher is in a Fantastic Four comic. And if anyone knows where the Fantastic Four even went to, or why like why we don't, no one even knows the Fantastic Four in the MCU. Right. It's Uatu, and he's probably gonna be the one that tells us what happened to the Fantastic Four.
0: We have a couple more questions we wanna to get to about what if, uh, but if you're at all interested in Marvel content, of course you know who Stan Lee is and the huge impact he had on Marvel, comics, the entertainment industry as a whole. What fewer fans know is that in the early 2000s, Stan Lee was in financial trouble and on the verge of suing Marvel. The all-new season of the Business Movers podcast explores how Stan Lee changed the comic book industry and saved his own career in the process. On each season of Business Movers, you'll hear how titans of industry rose from the bottom rung of the corporate ladder and what obstacles they overcame on their climb to the top. I'm excited for this podcast and for more people to know about the part of Stan Lee's life between when he was dreaming up the Fantastic Four and Spider-Man and when he was popping up in Cameo and MCU movies. On Business Movers, you'll find out exactly how a kid from the Bronx born at the height of the Great Depression went on to become a comic book industry superhero. Listen to the latest episode of Business Movers, Stan Lee, on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and you can listen ad-free by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Wondery. Feel the story. Also, if you dread looking at your credit card statement every month, Upstart can help lift that weight off your shoulders. Upstart is a fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Whether it's paying off credit cards, consolidating high-interest debt, or funding personal expenses, over half a million people have used Upstart to get a simple fixed monthly payment. Unlike other lenders, Upstart looks at more than just your credit score, like your income, your employment history. This means they can offer smarter rates with trusted partners. With a five-minute online rate check, you can see your rate up front for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. You can receive funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com marvel. That's upstart.com marvel. Don't forget to use our URL to let them know that we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Go to upstart.com marvel. MT, we were just talking about this before the break. What mm. if... Marvel uses this series to soft introduce the Fantastic Four or the X-Men.
1: Yeah, that would be bonkers. I think that would be a really bold move to use like a really experimental show like this because they haven't made an animated show before to introduce the Fantastic Four or the X-Men. That would be wild, but I think that they wouldn't. But at the very least, I think that they could use What If to, intru- to reintroduce past fox universes like the x-men universe or oh. the, the fantastic four universe because they could easily tell what if stories in those universes as well um and they could get the the past actors like jessica alba um uh ian griffith i can't say his name but all their <laughs> read reed, reed chris Richards, yeah. evans <laughs> chris evans that's easier um all of them <laughs> um and like the the fox uh, x-men and like just to make new stories and hugh jackman because we did see um on instagram Hugh Jackman, they just—he was teasing, working with Kevin Feige to some degree. So we were sort of yes, suspecting. We all
0: saw that. All of us are looking at uh, right. Jack- it's, <laughs> it's Every Hugh day Jackman. Everyone's for, for educational purposes, academic purely.
1: reasons purely, <laughs> a- purely, purely. Uh, it's word politics. It's world politics. It's a uh, yes. Jackman.
0: Yeah, I think, um, I mean, I I think you're right. It would be pretty bold to use this animated series to introduce X-Men. But in another Mm. way of looking at it, it's kind of an easier way for Feige to softball bring in some elements that he's not necessarily ready to bring into the live action MCU just to kind of test the waters, you know? Mm. Um, Like, for example, we know a Marvel Zombies episode is happening and like... That, that, to me, I, I thought we'd be years away if they ever did a Marvel Zombies movie or a Marvel Zombies anything, you know, that mm. has the Marvel Studios title card in front of it. So the fact right. that they're willing to go there for what if makes mm. me think they might be willing to go to some other places and and bring in the Fantastic Four. And if you just say this is an alternate Fantastic Four or alternate lower level mutants or things like that, the way they brought in, apparently, Ursa Major into Black Widow. Right. Uh,
1: which is <laughs> I wish know, they would that was more obvious. It's like, oh yeah. By the I way, know. that guy is—he was Earth's Don't wear that. Right. It. <laughs> yeah.
0: I, it, it tells me that they're just a little less precious about the exact timing of this uh, introduction. That we're gonna start seeing it in little pieces here and there. Uh, So, and I think that might be the smarter way to go. Then, then we're less dependent on whatever this uh, press release to the Hollywood Reporter will be of so-and-so has been cast as Wolverine, so-and-so has been cast as Storm or Cyclops or Professor X or Magneto, uh, because then everyone's going to jump on it and be like, I hate that casting. But if you just start (laughs) to like soft introduce the idea of like, hey, it's just mutants, baby. (laughs) he <laughs> has got a little mutant here, a little ex gene popping up, in this little baby over here. Don't even worry about and it. And everybody can be around. a mutant. It's okay. <laughs> then we're just like, give us mutants, right? Thank you. We well, don't like, care who is who.
1: I feel like what if has sort of historically been a testing ground, even in the comics, yeah. because like you know we all know that Jane Foster became Thor somewhat relatively recently, like around like the twenty sixteen ish era. Yeah, the but like Jason in, Aaron, yeah. In the Jason Aaron run. But in a What If comic, Jane Foster was initially introduced like way like decades before in What If number 10 as as a Thor. So like it's those concepts that like, you know, Marvel plays around with that they could maybe go back into it and then mess around in the future in a more substantial way. So Yeah, in the uh, same way
0: Smart Hulk was a What If uh, concept right. like the end game writer said that they looked at old what if issues to figure out what they wanted to do with the characters five
1: years later in Endgame. exactly i had no idea that's amazing like i love what if as a concept because people can just play around without having to affect the the main mcu like it's it's so frustrating at times when like a universe gets so big that like oh man we can't really do anything crazy to it like we're not we know that the and marvel earth is not going to explode in the marvel comics like it's never going to fully die because like it's the marvel earth this is where our stories go but in another universe what if the earth exploded you know what i'm saying so like you could do so many different things and then play around with it see how people respond to it and then maybe adapt um, a more substantial story into the mainline Marvel comics or the MCU. So I love yeah. what, what If as a, as a concept testing show.
0: Now, uh, another What If we should talk about, What If the zombie outbreak was actually a curse from the Darkhold? We talked about another uh, possible zombie source, but like we might learn in the show about other dark supernatural elements that Wanda could unleash
1: from that book this way. Mm, I do like that. I, I, it's, it's very possible because the Darkholds just got introduced and it's probably going to be uh, a major focal point in Mar- Multiverse of Madness. And it's a book of uh, the damned. And I can't think of anything more damn than zombies. I, I don't mm-hmm. know if you can. I just, anytime I
0: see things that are uh, more associated with supernatural horror right. fiction, like vampires, mm-hmm. zombies, witchcraft, werewolves, I always think Darkhold. you know, even though I know zombies is more of a, a science fiction concept. Right. Uh, it's a biological um, based sort of thing. Uh, at mm-hmm. least in the way zombie movies have existed in the modern era. Originally zombie right. movies were based on the idea of like mind control you know, the original George Romero ones in the 60s and 70s, it was more about, like, conformity and, like, mass media control of a society. And then with, like, 28 days later in the 90s, you started to see more, like, oh, no, it was a fear of, like, um, biological illnesses like uh, Ebola and other, you know, viruses, things like that. And now yeah. that's how zombie, why zombie movies have that kind of sci-fi grounding to them.
1: But well, we see the MCU is, likes to marry science and magic, so, like, it'd probably be a mix of, like, that quantum realm ship and, and probably dark hole shit. It's probably going to be both. I don't know.
0: Yeah, a couple more questions, but first, our friends at Blue Chew have a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no doctor's office or pharmacy trips. It ships right to your door in a discreet package. You sign up at bluechew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you receive your prescription within days. Their licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength. And Blue Chew is chewable, just like it says in the name, which is great news for folks that don't like swallowing pills. So if you could benefit from some Extra confidence when it's time to perform. Visit BlueChu.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our audience: try BlueChu for free when you use our promo code InsideMarvel at checkout. Just pay the five dollars in shipping. That's bluechew.com promo code InsideMarvel to receive your first month for free. And we thank BlueChu for sponsoring this show. Also, big thanks to Keeps for sponsoring us. Uh, more than 50 million men in the U.S. suffer from male pattern baldness, and there are only two FDA-approved medications that prevent hair loss. Well, good news keeps offers both of them keeps as a simple stress-free way to keep your hair i personally hate going to doctor's appointments of all kinds it's like it's never at a convenient time and then you have to park you sit in the waiting room it's a it's obviously important it's just not very fun it's about as fun i imagine as losing your hair is well, Keeps offers convenient virtual doctor consultations and medications delivered straight to your door every three months. You don't have to leave your home or go to the doctor's office or the pharmacy. Treatments start at just $10 per month, and Keeps offers generic versions to keep the cost low. Their proven results arrive on your doorstep in discreet packaging. Keeps has more five star reviews than any of its competitors. So, with hair loss, prevention is key. Treatments take four to six months to see results, so you gotta act fast. If you're ready to take action to prevent hair loss, go to KEEP. Dot com slash marvel to receive your first month of treatment for free. That's K-E-E-P-S.com/marvel to get your first month for free. K-E-E-P-S.com/marvel. All right, MT, I gotta ask you this. This is a selfish question for me. What if the Wanda and Vision episode is a Wanda Vision redo with Mephisto?
1: Oh shit. I think that's exactly what's going down. No, I think I <laughs> You don't really have f- to. F- you f- don't f- have
0: to yes f- say in that MT if you think it's no, 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 stupid, no, no, no. you could say so.
1: No, 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 no. I think that it would be really fun for them to go into that because WandaVision heavily implied a Mephisto presence even though they didn't go that direction. So, I in because I think that they know everyone was expecting a Mephisto, um they could easily just be like, "Hey, what if it was Mephisto?" Like, let's yeah. just see what, what, what would go on with that and, like, and sort of explain, like, the differences between someone like Agatha and someone like Mephisto, because we think Agatha's ruthless. I don't know. Well, uh, Mephisto's pretty ruthless. He's pretty freaking ruthless. So I think that yeah. WandaVision would probably be a lot darker and more messed up with a Mephisto. But w- w- what do you think, man? What you think? I would hope
0: so. <laughs> I would hope so. My thinking, if you're going to redo WandaVision, the true what if version of that would be, like, what if. Agatha was the one who was trying to persevere through grief and then mm. Wanda messed with her. You know, so it was Agatha was dream the Scarlet Witch? Bubble. Yeah. Like what Ooh. yeah, what if Agatha became the Scarlet Witch? That's yeah, exactly right. Uh that, mm. or if like, what if like Vision was the focal character? If it was Vision Wanda, you know, and Vision, oh. it's more of a computerized version of his hex. So he's creating like a holographic bubble, uh, and trying to reanimate. His lost Wanda. Ooh. It'd be like, what if Wanda died in
1: Infinity War and Vision had a chance to try to bring her back? I would love that. Like he just builds like a virtual world with Wanda and the kid. Oh my god. Yeah. That would be so fun. That'd like just flip it on its head. That would be so cool. I mean, as much oh, my as god.
0: I gotta say, as every month goes by, WandaVision gets better and better. Like, mm. obviously there was some like <laughs> fan expectation management that they had some <laughs> weird choices on when it comes to like Ralph Boner, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Uh, I didn't need Dr. Strange and Mephisto to be in that show at all. <laughs> and the more I look back on it and I know into you just rewatched all of it. Mm. I love that series. It it's just gets so better and better.
1: It's like, we, we truly did not deserve that show. It had no. no right being as good as it was. And like, again, with with all this grief going on in the world with the, with obviously this terrible pandemic, it came at the perfect time. Really and like did. it, and especially that line with grief of being loved, persevering, like everyone needed to hear that. And it's just another example of how yeah. amazing art is to, to help soothe people anyway.
0: Yeah. I fun. mean, as soon as Loki ended, I, um, I thought Loki was better than WandaVision hands down. Mm. Like, cause Loki gave mm. us everything we possibly could have wanted and <laughs> dreamed of, you know, gang, gang. Uh, but, exactly. And I still love it <laughs> to me. Like, it's still like, I don't know, probably top ten Marvel titles, but I wonder if like Wandavision has started to creep up on it in terms of like my rank. I don't know, my ranking is constantly shifting. I'll never do another <laughs> MCU ranking again because I go back and look at that video. I'm like, eh, since then, I'd move this around and move that around. Right. Every day of the week, I have a different opinion of how they rank up. But like uh, over time, you know, rewatching Loki, it's there are certain frustrating things about how it completely changes the rules of the show every episode and it Mm. it does rob itself of its stakes at the beginning of every episode the fact that it does that the fact that it completely tears off the tablecloth and the flowers are not still standing like it's just a completely (laughs) different genre of show which i kind of love but whereas wandavision literally was a different genre of show episode episode with the new sitcom style you did start Mm. to feel like They were closing off doors of possibility and then arrived at some answers with Agatha all along. And that twist of Agatha all along at the end of episode seven, as great as Kang was, I think I was more tickled by it being Agatha all along (laughs) with that song than just the elevator doors opening and it being Jonathan Majors. I loved both reveals. I just kind of loved Agatha all along a bit more.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you'll never get a, a reveal like Agatha all along ever again. Like, you could only no. do that once. Like, no villain is going to have that baller of a reveal than Agatha. Like, come on. Yeah, uh,
0: I'm so excited for this series. And I can't wait to talk <laughs> about it with you, MT. And, of course, to talk about it with all of you. Thank yes. you all so much for watching this with us. But that's it for this episode. MT and I will be back. Next Wednesday, with we'll our What If episode one after show. And don't forget to check out our many great merch options at NewRockstarsMerch.com. Follow me at EA Voss, Follow MT at Mastertainment. Follow New Rockstars. Subscribe to Inside Marvel wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for watching. See you next week. Bye.
1: We love you guys. Bye bye.